Yes, it's episode 108 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. Um, in the car, just come back from, where are we? Reading. Went for a spa weekend. You just got to relax and just have a spa uh, with with the fiancé, with the fiance. Um It was good. It was good. I had a full body massage. I had to, you know, get out of my head all kind of pornographic examples of how massages end and just and just try to enjoy someone trying to increase my blood flow and and well-being in my whole body and not just my penis <laughs> oh dear it was funny though because like it shows you how kind of what's the word kind of sexually um well it was not 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 repressed but confined we are as human beings in, in this country in this culture to have like a woman rubbing oil on my body like even me describing this sounds sexual and it's like no she's giving you a massage you know what I mean and like to certain parts of your body she's massaging inner thigh just like alright oh, is it the inner thigh did she go really high up no she didn't she's professional she's just massaging my leg but your third leg. So, what? What is this? But no, it's um, it's cool. Felt chilled out, relaxed. And um, we overate at lunch, and then uh, we couldn't eat our our dinner that day. <laughs> but oh well, first world problems. I can't finish my three course meal. But, um, but it's, hey, I'll tell you what, it's the second second good meal I've had this week. Had an amazing meal on Thursday. Celebrating Valentine's Day, and um, so this weekend was an extension of that. As much as I post statuses about men in relationships don't celebrate Valentine's Day, I did because uh, even if you don't, as a man, your woman does, and you have to do something. So that that's how it works out, you know. And um, they went out for a nice meal, this pub, this gastro pub, and the food was banging. Absolutely banging on Thursday. So that's what I did for Valentine's Day. Had a mini drama in the morning on Valentine's Day. Oh, God. She thought I forgot. Oh, it's massive, isn't it? When you forget. I didn't forget. I just stupidly didn't think she'd want her Valentine's stuff in the morning. I thought, yeah, you're going to see me later on today. And it's all at work. I'll go and bring it home. Nah. Nah, error. Error, dumbass. Should have had that stuff ready in the morning. So, but it's all right. It's all right. It's been a week of me pissing her off and then, and then explaining my behaviour. <laughs> That's all this week has been. But we're good. We're good. She's not here at the moment because she's just had to go in because we've just driven back. She had to take her wedding dress out the back of the car because she's going to see if she's going to can get it altered. And obviously, I'm not allowed to see the wedding dress at all. So. um not allowed to see it. So I had to close my eyes as she took it out of the boot. So I'm not sure where she's going to put it in the flat. I think she's going to just lay it on the sofa and just cover it with something. So, um, and trust that I won't look at it. Guess what? I won't because I wasn't that kid. I never looked at my presents and stuff before they were before they were ready. Never, you know what I mean? Christmas Eve, I didn't go rummaging through my mum's wardrobe looking for my presents. Just, I thought, yeah, I'm going to see it tomorrow. That's how I am with any kind of excitement. I can actually wait. That's, that's that's me. Like I'm going to Australia end of the week. Going Brunei, then Australia. 
someone asked, are you excited about going to the other side of the planet next week? I'm like, no. I'll be excited at 5.30 when I leave the office at work. Leave the work office and then boom, and I'm on the train heading towards Heathrow Airport. That's when my brain will start ticking going, shit, you're actually going to get on a plane and go on the other side of the planet. So that's what I'm going. I'm going Brunei and Australia next week. Am I gigging? I'm still undecided. I haven't really put much effort into finding gigs out there. Um, part of me wants to. The other part of me just can't be asked. You know, I just want to just chill out, have a break, just relax. You know, might just find an odd gig to do. Cease. But you know, it's different. If I was there on my own, I'm more inclined to want a gig in Brunei. Because I'm, I'm in Brunei on my own for two nights. Why Brunei, Darren? Because I don't know. I couldn't think of anywhere else to go. It's on route. It's either Singapore, Brunei, Dubai. Don't go to Dubai. Why? Because I don't know. From the outside, it, I, it feels like it feels a bit cultureless. Singapore would have been good to go to for two nights. But then I convinced myself I didn't want to go to Singapore. Because my mates are going to Singapore a few days before. And I didn't want to feel like I've gone to the same place as them. Even though we're all meeting in the same place in Melbourne. I just like, no, Singapore's your thing, and I don't want to compare. Yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, we went to this place. Did you look at that place? Oh, no, I didn't go. I just feel like I'm more likely to go Singapore again in my life at some point. But Brunei, I don't think I am. So I thought, let me just go Brunei. And so I'm more likely to gig in Brunei. Um, but finding a gig in a country that is heavily heavily Muslim um, in the sense of alcohol is actually banned prohibited in the whole of the state and um, so I mean, I'm not sure where the gig's going to be but I might look for one I might look for a gig um, you know because it's such a is it a really strict country is it just a, an Islamic country that bans alcohol I don't know I'm not sure how liberal it is but um, I'm looking forward to it looking forward to going to Brunei even if I don't gig Gonna sample the culture. By sample the culture, I'm just gonna eat in my Radisson hotel. <laughs> now I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna go to the mosque. I'm gonna do all of that stuff. Let me see what the life's about. The lifestyle out there. But yeah, it'd be interesting, man. Completely culture culture shift. But I can't bother to gig in Melbourne because I'm gonna be with my mates. Don't see my mates often. I'm like, hey, come to a gig with me. So I'm not gonna do that. But um. What else happened this week? Um, in my week, did I gig this week? I did. I did gig. I gigged in um, Hammersmith. Actually, I need to get back to that promoter. It's Hammersmith uh, Comedy Festival. He wants to book me for a few few shows for that, so I'll probably do that. I need to check my calendar, and um, that's that's it. That's that's been my week, really. That's been my week, but what's been happening in the world? What's been happening in the world? What what notes have I written down? Well, shit, almost closed the whole podcast. I'm recording. I'm trying to clear my cash. Um, what is going on podcast world? Ah, update wedding photography. That's one. We've gone with the black guy. Woo! Kept it real. <laughs> Yeah, now we spoke again on the Monday. It is, it is all good. It's all good. It's all peace and love. It's lovely. So we've got our wedding photographer now. 
So shout out to those guys. And um, yeah, circulating that black pound, you know. That's what I'm doing, I'm keeping it real. That's what I do, I put my money where my mouth is. So um, that's that's good, I'm happy about it, because um, both me and Naomi just felt bad about how the, conversa- the first conversation ended. And if you haven't listened to last week's um, podcast, I'll just give you a quick update. So basically, we was looking for photographer and videographer for the wedding. For whatever reason, we, um, it just came up a conversation. So we both felt, oh, it should be black. We want, we want a black person. You know, we want to put the money in a black person's pocket. Why not? And um, looked around for prices. Prices are extortionate for wedding photography. You know what I mean? You want a photo? How many people turn up to, to the event? I don't know, about 100. Okay, um, so that's going to cost you £500. Oh, brilliant. Sorry, wait, is this a corporate event? No, what is it, a wedding? <laughs> Sorry, let me just type into the computer again. <laughs> Sorry, that is £3,000. What? You just said it was 500 Yeah, but this is a wedding package, not the corporate package. What's the difference? It's a wedding. So it costs 3000 It That's how everything is. You know what I mean? You can go into McDonald's. I've got, you know, you've got one of those, val- yeah, one of those uh, little coupons. Get a uh, Big Mac and chips, one ninety nine. It's been the same for how many years? Literally impervious to inflation. McDonald's. Yeah, Big Mac and chips, these one ninety nine. Okay, brilliant. Uh, so, where are you eating that? At a wedding? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's now ten pounds. What? Yeah, wedding. Same as Valentine's as well, isn't it? Same menu. Same stuff they always have for the menu. Valentine's set menu. We chucking an after rate at the end. Costs you forty quid. He's like, what? I've looked at your menu before. It doesn't come up to more than 25. Yeah, but it's got an after rate and it's a Valentine's special. So, um, I've gone with this guy. Yeah, sorry, so, um, one of the black photographer. Found this guy. He was the best actual photographer I found. Um, I thought his photos were awesome. But our first phone call just went downhill. Um, just, just a clash of... Let's say casual personalities, a little bit of stress, a little bit of stress on the, on, on the bride-to-be side. <laughs> she would admit that herself. And then we thought, no, let's call him back and let's sort this out. And we did sort it out and then we booked him. So that's good stuff. Got that sorted. Um, but what else has happened in, in the world? Got, um, it's, it's, it's award season now, isn't it? BAFTAs, Oscars, Grammys. And... Um, Tell you what, I cannot stand. No, do I love an award show? I do like an award show, and um, and I would love to go to award shows. And if I won awards, I'd I'd have them all over whatever promotional shit I'm doing. That's totally fine. What I can't stand, right, is especially with Oscars and Golden Globes. And BAFTAs, all these films, all these awards um, shows happen at the same time of the year, right? And what happens is it gets to about November, and these same type of films all come out all the time. And it's like, this just reeks of desperation to win an Oscar. You know the type of films I'm talking about where you can't work out what the fucking storyline is from a trailer. And it's just loads of dialogue and loads of, like, poignant kind of, like, pauses and cinematography and... It's just like, yeah, Empire says five stars. This magazine says spellbinding. Amazing. Fantastic. 
Golden Globe nominations, 10 Global Gold, Golden Globe nominations, 6 Oscar nominations. It's like they've got all this stuff. Well, what's the film about? It'd be like a main character who, like, they overcome something. Like, he's got cancer and AIDS, and he's in his dying days. He realises what a terrible life he's lived. He's trying to reconcile and right all the wrongs he's done. Oh, Oscar-worthy. He's gay, but he's not gay. Now he's coming out as gay, but that's not the main storyline. You thought it was just coming out. No, it's about the terrible relationship he actually has with his father. And they reconcile and they overcome. And six Oscar nominations. Oh, what about these two unlikely friends? Is it like a buddy cop thing? No, it's a real deep thing. Like, he's really racist. And the other guy, really black. Oh, well, they're going to get on and this this journey through it's not just a journey from one coast to the other but it's a journey of self-discovery five stars spellbinding it's that like, fuck off it's all the same thing oh it's a woman fighting against the system against systemic sexism it's not just that though why it's about her reconciling the terrible relationship she has with her daughter oh five stars she's actually just a metaphor for sexism that's actually happening in the world oh so deep so deep had enough of that shit. Just get me a film that has guns, sex, violence. <laughs> just shit that I know. Shit that I understand. Don't have to think too deep about it. You know, it's just one of those films where it's just like... Sometimes I don't need someone to act a shit out of a film. You know? It's like there's certain albums you just hear. It's like, well, this is going to be up for Mercury. The production's too. Everything's just really good. It's really nicely done. The sounds crisp. Production's good. Lyrics fantastic. Oh, singer, singer, songwriter, brilliant. Produced a few tracks as well. Amazing. Oh, there's a consistent theme throughout the whole album. Yeah, it's gonna get a Mercury. And granted, some bits of art should get the awards they deserve. Right? It's weird to judge art with awards. We all know that. But some bits of art are just better than others. Granted. And I think with music, it seems to be more genuine because they will look through the whole year and be like, yeah, this film, that film. So that album, this album, that album. Whereas Oscars, it always just seems to be, right, here's the 10 films up for it. When are these films released? Between November and January. Like, that's why I'm happy about that pamphlet being picked, selected and nominated for Oscars because it was released in, like, February last year, Black History Month, in America. But part of it also feels like it's just kind of a... Oscar so white because it wasn't the best Marvel film. It was a cultural moment, granted, but it wasn't the best Marvel film. Um, but it was high, it was high grossing. But it's, we're not judging art by high grossing things, are we? I just feel like it's kind of like yeah, what we've got to chuck in a black film because you know what they kicked up such a fuss a few years ago. Let's just give them a nomination. You know that's just what it feels like. You had the Grammys recently, and you had Drake cut off saying that awards don't mean anything. And it's still what I love it when someone does that after they've actually won one of the awards, you know? You've submitted your work to win an award, you win it, and then you go, guys, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I know I've got it, but it doesn't mean anything. I remember I even did that as a speech soon to that when I won a comedy competition. I said, guys, it don't really matter, these competitions. Yeah, I've got £500 cash in my hands right now. As I say, it doesn't matter, but <laughs> it really doesn't. We're all winners here. What? Share the cash? Not a chance. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My
But um, what else is what's happened as well? Colleen forgives Wayne. Got that? Uh, yeah, they went on a 10 hour bender with some woman but apparently didn't go on that bender then she's been seen without her wedding ring then seen with her wedding ring do you know what I don't, I'm not even interested I don't know why I brought it up I don't even care about Wayne Rooney and Colleen I have no interest in their relationship Okay. And let's be honest behind every good man is a good woman Okay. And but in front of every good woman means there's a good man, I guess. What's the flip side of that thing? Or at least a millionaire. I mean, she deserves accolades for making such an investment. Because Wayne Rooney at 16, or at 15, imagine all of her mates like, why are you going out with Wayne? He looks like Shrek. Why are you going out with Wayne? And she's like, fuck off. Wayne's going to be a fucking international football star. You win and see. He's going to be like the biggest fucking player ever to play for England. They're like, no, Colleen. Fucking dump him. He's fucking ugly. She's like, no, fuck off. He's sweet. He's a sweet lad and he plays at Everton. You'll remember the name Wayne Rooney. You will remember the name. Fuck off. He's my fucking boo. <laughs> ah, you know, I can't judge. When you like what you like, and you've got the confidence to like what you like when you're 15, then fair play to you. Because I know, I know that I wouldn't have been able to get with someone who I just thought was fit if I didn't think my mates thought they were fit. You just don't as, a, as at that age. So fair play to her. She made a sound investment. She put all her eggs in one basket. Three kids, married later. She's now selling books and fitness DVDs. Fair play to her. Is she going to divorce him? She shouldn't. He's still got a sizable bit of income still to come in. That'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how rich Wayne Rooney is. That will other women get with Wayne Rooney? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, man. But, um, yeah. What else has happened this week? Jussie Smollett. I can't actually go on Twitter because my Twitter keeps on flipping, crashing. Smashing up my phone and everything. But yeah, he's... Um, further report saying, you know, whole MAGA killing. Killing. Jeez, he wasn't killed. The MAGA attack that he received. So if you don't know about Jussie Smollett, he's from Empire. And yeah... He was, he was attacked in a homophobic, racist attack by MAGA hat-wearing people. And I I've, I hope I said it on the podcast before. But I said there was something just weird about the story that MAGA was mentioned. Apparently, this guy's doing an attack when this is MAGA country. I was like, I've never heard anyone who supports this say that shit. This, it just seemed unnatural. I thought, mm, that sounds a bit weird. But I don't want my, uh, you know, what's the word? Kind of subconscious homophobia. You know, using my heterosexual privilege to just, you know, diminish the story of someone who's homosexual. Saying that this is what happened to them. Because he's black as well, so I understand that part of the story. So I was biased. I was like, yeah, I believe him. Believe him. But then it's just that part of the story is the MAGA bit. I was like, hmm. Bit weird. Bit weird. 
And if you are going to attack someone, you're not going to attack someone famous where you're going to have full gusto where people need to actually fully, you know, get justice for you. See what I mean? Like, you're going to shoot a black guy. You shoot a random black guy. You're not going to shoot Will Smith. Because even, like, your most racist police officer is going to be like, ah, guys, we've got to kind of have to solve this murder. Yeah, this is Will Smith. Pretty big deal. This isn't going to be able to be swept under the rug. So I'm not saying he's Will Smith size, um, size of, uh, you know, fame and celebrity, but he's famous enough. But hey, plot twist. First, he want to give away his phone records. Then the phone records came in and the department said it's heavily redacted. It's been um, edited, so it's like, no, I'm not happy about that. Then two people's houses got raided. And I love this line in the article. It goes, uh, two Nigerian men who have worked on, on the set of Empire, their their house got raided. And um, and they've said in like little caveat, Jesse Smollett originally said the guys attacked from white. We cannot confirm whether these two Nigerian men are white or not. <laughs> I'll give you a fucking guess, mate. I bet they're not. It's now been found out they're black. It's now been found out that... This hat was bought at a local shop and wasn't even a MAGA hat. It's been now suspected that Jesse Smollett has actually paid these guys to do the attack. Oh, it's all mad. It's all mad. And it's a, and I, like, you don't want any of that to be true. You don't want any of that to be true because there's people really being attacked for their race. There's people really being attacked for their sexuality. That's all fully happening in the world. And you've got people just undermining these very real attacks. These very real threats to people's humanity. By making up a story for what? For some political leverage. Just, no, it's weird. It's like, it's like we still haven't learned. You just need to engage with the other side. And like p- political wings as well. That's weird for me. I mean, it's such a fucking luxury. That you've got so little going on in your life. That you can now attach yourself to a political wing. I'm left wing. No, I'm right wing. And oh, I don't like anyone else who's the other wing. Can you imagine if you could just opt in and out of things like race or sexuality? Like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I'm team black for now, but I've heard your views and I'm not black anymore. No, I can't just opt in and out of race. Some people can't opt in and out of the gender. Um, well, different, different thing. Um... <laughs> Can't opt in out of sexuality. I mean, you can you can hide it, but still, if you're talking about scale, political wing, that isn't anything to really be dying about or faking attacks about either. Strange one, strange one to me, man. I don't know. As you can see from this pod, I haven't got much to talk about. Um. No, I don't want much to talk about. Um, I was just thinking about other interesting things happening in my week. I mean, Spurs won 3 0 in the Champions League. That was good. Um, sorry, guys, my nose is flipping blocked. This doesn't usually happen. So I can't breathe. Um, but yeah, okay, let's just get on to Dear Deirdre. There's no need for this podcast to drag out, is there? I've got nothing to talk about. Then just shut up talking. Let's get on. Dear Deirdre. Here we go. Hey, this is a mess of a headline. Dear Deirdre, my married lover 
has cut off contact after I kissed another man on holiday. So everyone's cheating on everyone. Okay, this guy's volleying stuff near cars. I hope he doesn't try to volley my car because I'm in it and I don't really fancy scrapping. Let's see. Let's see if he walks past. He has walked past. All right. Don't look back. Don't look back, son. Because tell you what, if he looked back, then I would have shot myself. Anyway, let's go back to Dear Didge. My married lover has cut off contact after I kissed another man on holiday. Mad. Dear Deirdre, my lover and I have been having a passionate affair, but he got married to another woman, even though we love one another deeply. One another deeply. I'm 25. I was already married, but for the first time in my life, I felt I found the right man for me. We met through work. He was 31 and due to marry. This did not stop us embarking on a passionate affair. When we discussed whether he should end his relationship with his fiancée, he said he would finish with her and be there for me if I couldn't wait if I could wait a few years and I thought about turning up at his wedding and announcing that I am the one he really loves but I chickened out good decision um <laughs> I left my husband and wait for my lover to do the same he didn't and I was distraught muggle I went on holiday with a couple of female friends a few months later and we attracted a lot of attention from men because you're women uh, one guy was very attentive and I kissed him. I made It made me feel good to be wanted. It helped to fill that void inside me. Vaginal canal. When I returned home, my lover kept questioning me. He accused me of all sorts and did not believe a word I said. I love that. Look, I know I've got a fiancé, but have you been cheating on me while you've been single and out on holiday with other single men? Um, I did not tell the whole truth and I guessed it would just make him worse. Then one night I had to work late, but he did not believe me. His reaction was so uncalled for that I decided to tell him everything, every last thing about the holiday and how the attention from another man made me feel. He would not believe that I didn't have sex with the guy on that holiday. I, I haven't been sexual with anyone in all the time we have been together, except for your actual husband, right? Jeez, but no matter what I say, he wouldn't believe me. Now he has blocked me from contacting him and I feel so lonely. I have lost the person I love more than anyone. See, here's what it is. He got bored of the affair. Bored of the affair, and this was the perfect get-out of how to get away from you so he can now focus on living happily ever after with his married, with his wife in his marriage. That's what's happening. So what she needs to do, this lady, is... No, you can't get back with your husband because, you know, he's, like, third best now. And you didn't want to make it work in the first place, so... Fuck that off. We gotta just cut your losses. Cut your losses. You're only 25. Jeez. You got no kids. Jeez. If you lucked in on divorce, you got half of your fellas stuff as well. Jeez. There you go. You're absolutely winning. Alright, go. Seeing red, I don't believe in Valentine's Day, and every year my wife starts an argument with me over it. I told you, two types of people don't celebrate Valentine's Day: single women and men in relationships. Dear Deirdre, I feel my wife deliberately tries to argue with me every Valentine's Day. I don't really believe in it, and she she's known this from the start. I mean, it's a weird thing about Valentine's Day, saying you don't believe in it. What is there to believe in? Like, what are the tenets of Valentine's Day? Buy your woman a gift and some flowers. Valentine's Day, they accept a generic as well. Here's chocolate. Yeah? Here's some flowers. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's a card. Done. She's off your back. 
until her birthday and your anniversary. If she's a really good woman, then she's on your back for your own birthday. You know, babe, I don't really want to do anything for my birthday. Come on, you want to do something. It's your birthday. I don't really want to do anything. Come on, do something. It's your birthday. Babe, I don't really want to celebrate my birthday. I'm not that fast. I can't be bothered. It's not a big deal. Come on. Fast forward to your birthday. Surprise! Uh, cheers. Thanks. Um, nice one. You don't seem that excited. Yes, I didn't really want to celebrate. I, I put in so much effort. For your birthday, and you don't even care. It's like, I didn't really want to celebrate, but I'm sorry. Now you're apologising for not enjoying a party that you didn't even want to be involved in. It's brilliant. Anyway, me, my feeling is that we should not be told when to make romantic gestures. Cool. Do you make romantic gestures throughout the year, though, fella? Too many guys go, I don't follow that commercial bullshit. Telling me when to be romantic, and they're not romantic any other day of the year. I compromise by getting a card, putting nice words in it, and buying her flowers. Oh, then, mate, I'm on your team now. She can shut her face. I deliberately don't go over the top. I cook us a meal and we spend time together. Oh, okay, mate, you're, you're doing fine. You're doing totally fine. Uh, she's 42, I'm 43, and I feel we should be past making a fuss. Now nah, you got to still keep her alive. You don't want to be like that. Uh, this year, she was annoyed because I left a card out for her rather than posting it. You live together, surely. I'm, the pa- I'm writing, I bought the card, I'm writing it in the house, and I'm going to put it into the post box so it comes back in. Do what? Just draw a stamp on it and just put it on the fucking doormat. There you go, posted it. Just, yeah, that's all you do. Buy all the presents, just leave them behind the front door. Like, yeah, it got posted. She said she did not like the cheap flowers I bought her. And she said she could not believe that I'd rather go to... I, I didn't go to a proper florist rather than a supermarket. I feel that whatever I do, it will it will not be enough. Um, It's a weird one, isn't it? You don't want to put the effort in. You, you're doing probably the bare minimum. And it stinks of it. And that's what... Women know that. Women know that. I found a good one where it doesn't matter how shit the actual outcome is. She can sense the effort and thought in it. So as long as I actually put a bit of effort and thought into it, I can generally get away with any kind of gift or or present um, that I provide because she's just like, you know, you, you thought about this. There's some stuff I don't really have to think about because I actually know the answer. So it's like, oh, that's a win. Um, but sometimes I'll get really stressed out and she can sense I'm really stressed out thinking about what to get her for a birthday, what to get her for, whatever it is. But um, right, with this one here, mate, one year, this is what you do, right? Because you've got to be really mature. You go all out for Valentine's Day. I mean, all out. Everything, get everything just in. Flowers, the cards, the meal, take her out. Go just over the fucking top. And then when she just shows a little bit, a little bit of just distraction, a little bit of just, she's not really got that gratitude. That's when you go, do you know what? I put all this effort in, I'm never doing it again. That's the mature way. Or she might really appreciate it. And then that's when you just go, hey, babe, you, you'll do anything for me. How about a little bit of anal? Chuck a little bit of bum hole, yeah? Come on, it's Valentine's Day. It's what I like. It's important to me. 
And if she doesn't go, you never compromise. And th that's what you do. As Jim Jeffrey says, no man actually wants anal. They just want their woman to do it because they know that she doesn't like it. That <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. Next one. Uh, uh, next one. All right, one more. One more. Can we work it out? I don't know if I can forgive my husband after he cheated with his co-worker. Full balls deep, exploded insider. What happened? Let's see. I found a message on my partner's phone to a woman at his workplace saying he had feelings for her. Ah, he went emotional and asked if she felt the same. Oh, dear. Because she says no, and that's when he goes, I love my wife. You know, because, like I said, all cheating's bad, but there is a, we do have a mental scale of what's worse than, you know? We know that crimes are worse than other crimes. It's just murder, no, premeditated, forethought, malice. You know, that's worse than killing someone through negligence. We know that. It's different. Same with this. You know? Uh, drunken kiss. Not great. Not great. Versus, oh, babe, um, yeah, I'm going, going to my mate's house this week. I'm staying at my mum's. Yeah, I'm staying at my mum's this week. Then you've got a full weekend with this other woman from work who's got a husband, you've got a wife. You know what I mean? That yeah, you can see there's something different between those two. Same same act, same umbrella. Something a bit different. Even if you haven't done the cheating, the whole hey, if I could if I wasn't in this relationship and I could be with you, I so would. Oh, I'm considering leaving. And you haven't even kissed her, but we haven't held her hands. All same umbrella. It's all shit, innit? All shit. So let's see what kind of he's done. I found messages on my partner's phone. Uh, yes, it's one that's workplace and he had feelings for her and asking if she felt the same. We've been together for nine years. We met when I was 15 and he was 20. Pedo! Um, so, <laughs> sorry. After I read the messages, I told him to leave, which I know was sad for our little boy. My partner blamed me, saying I had made up the messages. He came to see our little boy for his birthday and we had sex later in the evening. He said he wanted us back together and that he wasn't seeing anyone else. I believed him, but later discovered that he had gone straight to mine, straight from mine to the woman's he had been texting. Makes sense. Um, now he is trying to win me back again. I'm due to have our second baby soon. Jeez. I want to forgive what he's done to me, but I am finding it so hard to trust him. Hmm. I mean, for him to say you completely made up the messages on his phone means that he's really not trying to, uh, you know, admit anything or acknowledge any wrongdoing. So, but then you've got two kids. You've got to get him to acknowledge that he's done something wrong. And if he's not willing to acknowledge that, then as hard as it sounds, you're probably best just cutting your losses. Let him just be weekend dad. You know, let you work your tits off, getting them ready for school, getting them dinners, getting their uniform, helping them with homework, working two jobs, doing all of that all week, just for them to go, I hate you, mum, why will you let me play out my friends, why don't you let me play on PlayStation until 10pm, I hate you, mum, ah, why are you giving me such boring food, uh, it's too healthy and nutritious, I hate you, mum. 
just for this guy who's cheating on you to come round on Saturday morning and go, alright kids, we've got to watch football and then eat McDonald's. Yay! Dad, 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 dad! <laughs> I mean, that's that's what will happen. And then so when they're older, they'll look back and like, oh actually my mum was solid. She was, yeah, do you know what? Mum was well alright. But they might not. Might grow up to be little fuckheads. They just repeat the cycle that their dad did. So, who knows? It might be all wasted. But I think that is the end of the pod. I think what we what we thirty six minutes. Yeah, let's let's call that a day. Um, I'm doing anything this week? No, I'm just going to uh, gigging at WeWorks and on Thursday in Victoria. It's doing that, and that's that's it really. I'm just trying to get some other stuff sorted later on in the year. Some um, little projects that I need to actually pull my finger out and get sorted. So I'll do that. Anyway, that is the end of the pod. Um, so the next one will be recorded from Brunei. Hope they have internet connection. Because that's why, if you lot have been noticing the pod's been coming out late. Um, for whatever reason, internet at my flat, even if I'm doing it through the mobile, just does not seem to want to upload my podcast. So I have to wait till I get to the office. Super fast Wi-Fi. Boom! Uploaded in like seconds. Here, just can't do it for whatever reason. Uh, we're in like a little black spot for um, internet reception. So, hopefully I can do it today and it's Sunday. Um, but if not, you'll be listening to this on Monday. So, peace. Get out of my face. Shut yours. Um, have a good week, people. <laughs>